Hello there and welcome to The Writing Apothecary, a podcast with tips, tricks, hacks and information about all things writing. I'm your host, Mandy Contos, and together with some awesome guests, we'll uncover the weird, wonderful and sometimes unpredictable world of writing. So grab your notebook, grab a pen or a tablet, or maybe even just listen and let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the very last episode of The Muse and Creativity um, before we have our amazing chat, which I really, really adored and can't wait for you to get into. But today I'm going to talk to you about creativity and a little bit about my process, which also means I'm probably about to call myself out because I like to work on these scripts and get each of the theory lessons out of the way before I actually record them because then I can record them all, edit them all and stagger the release. So even though, (laughs) even though it says, Hey, welcome back. It's probably, it's the same. No, it's not probably, it is the same day for me. (laughs) In fact, it's probably the same hour, (laughs) but, um, I was recording the others and <laughs> had a bit of a freak out moment because I wasn't wearing my uh, um, headphones, earpods, airpods, whatever you want to call them. And I was like, oh, it's fine. I can't hear myself. It's okay. But then I had a panic and a freak out about not, not recording the audio. And if I had done that, that would have been about 20 minutes down the drain but it was all good it was there (laughs) so let's get back to the current episode we are talking about creativity and I'm going to preface this with saying the best information that you can find that's accessible without buying anything is actually a wikipedia page on creativity and I'm going to link it in the show notes because it's so good and it's actually something that one of my university lecturers pointed out and said that it was one of the most detailed pages and it has links to where you can go next and um, if it's backed up by a lecturer who has a PhD I'm all for it so let's try and keep today's episode a little bit light There's a lot to cover. It's probably one of my longest scripts that I've written. And I also realized that when I went back to record this, I mentioned Stephen Presserfield as somebody that we could lean on to with creativity. I didn't. I didn't actually add him in. I forgot about him. I added a little bit towards the end, but I didn't actually add anything in. So I'm going to randomly pick up The War of Art which I have here um, and I've opened it already to a page. I'm going to, as we get lower down, lower down as we get towards the end, I'm actually going to read a little bit of a snippet from it and see if that entices you to buy it because it's a great book. Definitely something you need to grab. All right, so I'm debating whether or not to make these episodes easier on myself and leave mistakes in there because it takes quite a bit to go through and chop and change and slice stuff and add it together 
I'm feeling bold right now, but I don't know how bold that will stay. So if this is quite raw, you'll know what my actual uh, thoughts are and where we went with this. But all right, let's get into it. So what is creativity? I bet you can instantly come up with some definition, yeah? Or maybe it's just a knowing and you know exactly what it is. But creativity is the phenomenon, phenomenon, I can never say that word, whereby something new and valuable is formed. The creative thing may be intangible, like an idea or a specific theory, a joke or even a musical composition, or it can be a physical object like an invention, a painting, or a printed literary piece of work. Creativity and innovation are sometimes interchangeable, but they are distinguished by the focus being on implementation, whereas innovation requires implementation by being put into use or being made available for use by other parties. And there are a lot of theories about the aspects of creativity, which I think is so fucking fantastic because creativity is so, so much bigger than we think of. And it's so widely reported on, but not a lot of us pay attention. We're just like, yeah, it's creativity. We don't pay attention to it. So the dominant factors are usually known as the four P's. And this is a framework that's put forward by Mel Rhodes. Those P's are process, product, person, and place or press. A focus on process is shown in cognitive approaches that describe thought mechanisms and and techniques for creative thinking. A focus on creative product usually appears in attempts to access creative output, where the psychometric, wherefore, wherefore psychometrics, psycho, psycho. A force on creative, a force, a force, (laughs) a focus on creative product usually appears in the attempts to assess creative output, whereas the psychometrics or in an understanding why some objects are considered creative. A focus on the nature of the creative person considers the more general intellectual habits such as openness levels of ideation, autonomy, expertise, exploratory behavior, and so on. And finally, a focus on place, which is sometimes being called press, considers the circumstance in which creativity flourishes, such as degrees of autonomy, access to resources, and the nature of gatekeepers. Creative lifestyles are characterized by non-conforming attitude and behaviors as well as flexibility. Do you hear that creatives? We're supposedly flexible. Yikes. And what I love about creativity is how unique it is. My creative processes are so different to the way that others work. And I really think that having this lesson on creativity is really great because it's an intro into some really special episodes to come with some of these interviews and depending on time 
I've actually managed to grab writing process, uh, writing process interviews with some of these guests, some of the most amazing guests, may I add. And I asked them questions about their creative process and really had fun with some of the way that they kind of answered back to these questions. So I need to sit down and actually write, write. (laughs) I need to sit back and talk about my own creative processes before I actually dig into those because I figure I'd post mine first and then work on theirs because it'll set the the tone for it really. So yeah, that's just a little tidbit. There is some extra podcasts episodes coming. So look out for those, but let's kind of dig back into it because I really dig the way that people show up with their creativity and the way that it manifests. Maya, Maya, who knows? Maya Angelou has this amazing quote that she put on her Twitter and it goes, you can't use up creativity. The more you use, the more you have, which kind of takes us back to the very first episode that we spoke about creativity and how the more you do something, the more you kind of repeat it, the more easy. It's true. Once you start using creativity more consistently and you start doing something more consistently it keeps getting easier you know you get hit with some ideas and once that idea hits it'll grow it'll grow and grow and something that Liz Gilbert and it has always stuck in my mind mentioned in her novel Big Magic was that you need to not leave this idea alone for too long because if you do it kind of runs free on the wind and will settle with the next creative and hey guys did you know that as well as a writer and a podcaster I'm also a writing mindset coach I work with clients to help empower them to bust through their excuses and write, to allow them to own their own power because writing is such a transformational type of self-care. I have two ways you can work with me. The first is through my program by the same name, The Writing Apothecary. Here I have four offers, one, three, six and 12 month coaching options. This is where we get down and dirty with your writing and we explore what you need. Each of the tiers are tailor-made to you and exactly what you are after. No coaching session is the same. Each of their tiers are limited in their numbers as I give my all to my clients and I want to make sure that it's consistent and you get all of my dedication and attention. In these sessions, you also have access to editing and soundboarding and lots of additional support that isn't just our sessions that we meet up every fortnight. The other way to work with me is through a manuscript appraisal where I blend feedback with editing to give you a full rounded package to look at your novel objectively. It's based off the amount of words your manuscript has and can be a precursor to actually working with me. For all Writing Apothecary listeners, I'm giving an introductory 10% off your first booking with me. 
head over to my website, dreamingfullyawake.com forward slash work with me and book in a session with me or hit me up on my socials at Mandy Cont, which is M-A-N-D-I-K-O-N-T and I can go ahead and slot you in. It's also important to know that I do have payment plans if it's needed and it's a case by case situation. This is something that I'm really passionate about and I hope to hear from you soon. And until then, keep on writing guys. I've seen it happen with things that I kind of have accidentally left alone too long. It'll be with a story idea that pops up with somebody else. So they're like, hey, this is this. I was like, oh, that's what I'm working on. So don't don't leave it for too long, you know, and work on it. Creativity has a personality that can be expressed in a number of different forms depending on the unique people and environment and going back to the kind of wiki page there is a couple more kind of models that theorists have kind of suggested with one of the models suggests that there are four creative profiles that can help with help to produce growth innovation speed etc one of the models actually suggests that there are four creative profiles that can help produce growth, innovation, speed, etc. And they are incubate, imagine, improve, and invest. And I think they're pretty like self-explanatory, you know, an idea, it incubates, you then imagine it a little bit, you improve on it, and then kind of put your time and invest into it to make it work. Another model suggests that the creative profile can be explained by four primary creative traits with a narrow facet within each other. And they are idea generation, which is looking at like fluency, originality, incubation, and illumination. Personality, which has like curiosity and tolerance for ambiguity. Motivation, which is intrins- intrinsic extrinsic and like the achievement of it and finally confidence which is production sharing implementing so it kind of works hand in hand this model was developed by dr mark baby at the manchester business school which i think is hilarious because business is not creative to me but i guess it could be and i'm i'm questioning it a little bit It makes sense. And there are a lot of theories that psychologists have even tried to explain. And it's about those that are a bit neurodivergent. And it seems that this is a little bit heavier than what we can explore with our lessons. So have a look at the wiki link in the the show notes because I don't want to touch anything that I'm not comfortable with talking about. I, you know feel like I'm on the neurodivergent scale somewhere but I don't have the mental capacity to go and go down that path right now so (laughs) definitely go and have a look at the wiki page and kind of work through it um because it's something that you need to explore for yourself and I can't go through and talk about it in good conscience without having that kind of background behind me so I also recently like pretty sure it was last year I can't remember 
my Goodreads would be able to tell me, but I read Creative Calling by Chase Jarvis and his take on creativity was amazing. His creative ideation out of this world. And I feel like it's more digestible than some of those other theories that we've even mentioned. Chase has this amazing idea system. I for imagine, D for design, E for execute, and A for amplify. Which, if you think back, is kind of like incubate, imagine, improve, invest. Um, And his system looks at imagining your big dream, what it is you want to create or become in this world by designing a daily practice that supports that dream and a life of expression and transformation and to execute your ambitious plans and make your vision real and to amplify your effect through a supportive community that will help you grow and nurture that kind of creativity that's there. Like it is phenomenal I love this book and I actually saw it because Amy was reading it and I was like yeah cool I can dig that I'm really hit or miss with self-development books just because they're a lot of work for me to read if I don't like something I won't read it take that as you will but his book was like it breaks it down so easily he has you know there's four chapters where you look at you know imagine design execute and amplify And each of those have three kind of really important points in them. So some of them are like, you know, listening to your calling, developing systems, finding your people and launching the, and launching the damn thing. It's, it's definitely something that I think you should read, even if it's something that you don't keep and you're going to kind of just borrow it, read it, pop it away. It did take me a bit of a chunk, a bit of time to get through it, but it's definitely something that... I think is phenomenal and I'm just going to spiral back to Stephen Presserfield and I'm going to read two points out of The Art of War because it's after this I actually went and got all these other books so I have Turning Pro, Doing the Work and I actually also have The Artist's Journey which I started and it's still sitting there. I need to not, you know, take things on and not finish them (laughs) so what I'm going to read you I'm actually going to do the two pages so resistance and procrastination procrastination is the most common manifestation of resistance because it's the easiest to rationalize we we don't tell ourselves I'm never going to write my symphony instead we say I'm going to write my symphony I'm just going to start tomorrow and then part two the most pernicious aspect of procrastination is that it can become a habit. We don't just put off our lives today. We put them off till our dead deathbed. Never forget, this very moment, we can change our lives. There was never a moment and never will be when we are without the power to alter our destiny. This second, we can turn the table on resistance. This second, we can sit down and do our work, which I think is really fitting seeing as I don't believe that the muse is real and that it's a procrastination tool. Sit your ass down and do it. But let's just kind of rein in that. I'd love for you to let me know what you're procrastinating on because I can assure you that I can help you break out of it. 
There may be something as easy as changing your space, going for a walk, coming back and being like, I've got this. Because even I struggle with culling that creativity in because something is boring. Yeah. So where do we go from here? It's a good question. I'm going to leave creativity here because this is probably one of the longest solo episodes I've potentially done in a while. Go me. But look out for the interview with Viv and make sure that you're actually subscribed to the newsletter because that's where I'm going to release the dates for the special writing process podcast episodes that will be out. They will go there first and then they'll get announced to Instagram, TikTok, all of that. So to do that, just head into the link in our bio and literally it says there, podcast, I'm pretty sure it says something like podcast newsletter. Um, If not, go directly to the show notes. I'll put them in the um, the Apple show notes as well. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, it'll, it'll load up to Spotify as well. Um, but go through to them, click the link, get yourself on the list, and we'll go from there. Until then, keep on writing and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Writing Apothecary podcast. To find show notes and more information, head over to my website, which is just dreamingfullyawake.com slash podcast, where you'll find show notes, resources, worksheets, and more info about the podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram by just searching at the Writing Apothecary. I'd also love it if you guys took the time to leave a review or even rate it um, just on your platform. It'll help other creatives and writers find our community and help them get their writing practice and their creativity back on track.